Yo, we're back. Uh, <laughs> this is after two weeks. Yo, we're back. Sorry, guys. We were gone for a bit. Um, I had mentioned this on Twitter and social media that um, we were busy. I had to help a family member out with something. Uh, everything's fine. It's not a big deal. Um, but yeah, we had to uh, I had to go help with that. And then last Monday was 4th of July. So, you know, also, we've just had tons of stuff happen in our lives. Super, super busy. Pixel, what have you been up to? I have been doing a lot of work. See, it has been just all consuming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I am uh, training for a run. I'm doing like a seven. I, so we upgraded the run from a 3K to a 7K because we're dumb. So we're doing a we're doing a seven k run. So I have been uh, training for that. So, um, yeah. For for us U.S. folks, I think that's about five miles. Yeah, it's about I think something like that. So I've been working on my core and been trying to slim down, um, back down to like one sixty. Hopefully, um, we'll see though. But I was recommended to work on my core because that will help a lot too. Um, so I've just been trying to do that. But anyway, welcome back. Sup, guys? How's it going? Uh, we are uh, episode, I think, 154 uh, is, yep, 154. Um, back again with another episode. Uh, before we jump into everything and uh, update you about what's been going on, uh, just a couple of announcements. Uh, as always, remember to rate the podcast five stars. Also, download the podcast uh, if you can, so it'll help with our metrics and get us all um, squared away. Um, also, we have a new album coming out on July 25th. I tweeted out this morning and someone told me I put June because I'm an idiot, but we have a new album coming out on July 25th. Um, it is a lo-fi album. 25 songs we actually haven't released a lo-fi album in like since february um which is which wow. is kind of crazy uh because we've just been releasing like other smaller things and so people have been wanting this for a while because uh yeah like i'm looking at like uh the distributor and we released um we basically released upside to dystopia in 2021 i think or maybe beginning yeah 2021 november and then it was sights and sounds in february coffee dates in march and then yata after that and then windowed aspirations after that and now we have this one coming out so i mean that's um, a lot i know so <laughs> but it's like they were more singles right so anyway uh luminous and reactions the name of it you can go check out the links down below in the link tree and uh if you want to pre-save the album you can do so uh for people who always ask what does pre-saving do basically just makes it so that you'll get an email notification or a push notification on your Spotify or Apple when the album is released. If you're already following me on any music distributor, then you are fine. You actually don't have to uh, sign up. You'll get double notification. <laughs> so if you're already following, you're good. And then obviously follow my social and pixel social, etc., for probably like, you know, information on when that releases. Um, but yeah, so not a lot's happened to be honest in the gaming well some a lot of stuff has happened in the gaming world but it seems like it, it is all the same you know and um i've been i was telling pixel this earlier uh like last week or something like that but i have not had time to really watch twitch anymore or youtube live streams or any type of long form media content um my uh whole thing has been watching vods at 2x 
and usually only like event based uh, VODs, right? So it's like someone's right. doing like a big event or something like that. Like I'll watch it or um, I will watch a VOD and uh, be consumed for about 30 or 40 minutes and then I have to go do something. So I actually haven't been watching uh, Twitch a ton. So that might be good news for you guys because <laughs> it might just mean that we just get less Twitch news content, you know? Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like the same way. I think we're both mm -hmm. kind of moving away from Twitch and live streaming in general, and I have mm -hmm. very few streams that I actually do watch. And if I mm -hmm. do, it's very much just like background sound, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was going to say. Um, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I don't know, maybe it's a sign that we're both getting older. I don't know. <laughs> but I feel like it's something that is less interesting but it's still it is still pretty cool because there's so much more to grow but i just can't find the time to actually take part in it anymore yeah like i'm like I, i'm less of a viewer now but i'm still very interested in like the landscape of it right like i'm very interested in social media and the landscape of it and of live streaming but like as a viewer of it i it's very hard for me to watch it's mm -hmm. also that if you guys have been following me on instagram and stuff like that i'm very busy i don't know how i do my lifestyle anymore because i'm just super busy but i'm up at 7 a.m i take the dog out i give her her medicine and then i'm immediately like answering emails and then i go to the gym for like an hour <laughs> and yeah. then i go for a three mile walk and then i run for two miles and then i'm working from like 11 to 5 dinner and then i go to the gym or i go for a walk and then i go to the gym and then i run <laughs> And You're doing uh, gym twice a day plus running outside of it. Yes. To get Man, my endurance it's nice up. To, it's 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 must be real nice to not have an aid at like, like a day job. To, I know. To, I know, mean, but then I'll, and then at night it's working on music. It's just responding to emails, like messaging stuff. I mean, like my gains are like pretty crazy. You know, like my gains are, are getting bigger, so it's good. But it's like it's it's insane. I don't know how I'm and it's like. So when do I have time to watch Twitch? Mm -hmm. You like really sit down and watch it like, yeah, I could listen to like audio, but like who does that? Like I rarely do that. Like you, 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 there's so much context you're missing visually. So it's just like I just don't have time for it. So a lot of the stuff I've been looking at is like clips. So like not TikToks, but like actual like Twitch clips that are sent to me or something like that. And then maybe I'll watch like a little bit of it, but I'm just too busy. And then I'm working on the music and then working on my business as well. So it's like, yeah, we're just getting older, man. You know, we can't we can't know life it as much. And I know you're super busy with everything as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm trying to take a break um, a little bit like uh, in a couple of weeks so I can go to uh, Comic-Con. Right. Yeah. 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 And that's going to be like the first like vacation i guess that i've had since last year dang so, like, i i i gotta stop like you know taking you know i got i really have to start like doing something um you know for myself and just kind of like getting yeah getting some vacation time in i think oh yeah. yeah no yeah you, it's important it's important for sure yeah yeah absolutely like i don't know um I don't know how you do it, like because you you've been going at this pace for a really 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 long time. I've actually I've actually I've actually increased the pace, which is ridiculous, by the way, because <laughs> it used to be one gym session a day for like forty minutes, and now it's like two gym se sessions a day, and I'm just rotating out. Like as I've I guess leveled up or gained more experience at the gym, I have found like other ex forms of exercises that I can do. 
So it's not like I'm just going to the gym twice a day and just doing bicep curls. You know what I mean? Like I'll rotate out like just core workout, back workout. Like I'm basically focusing way more on like um, different things. Like I think yeah. more intensely. So it's like I'll do just like upper back and then like maybe that same day I'll go back to the gym and do just like lower back. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that and really like focusing on like certain sections instead of the, the broad general section. But I don't know how I do it. I have I, I need a vacation. Oh, uh, I don't. Here's the thing. I don't need a vacation. I actually really enjoy it. Um, but I appreciate, I think the times now when I can socialize with people and go out, if that makes sense, mm -hmm. you know? So I, I think that's a big reason too, why I'm also just like not on Twitch anymore. Like if, like if I'm done working out at like nine or 10 o'clock and one of my friends is like, Hey, do you want to come out and hang out? Like 99% of the time now I'll be like, yeah, sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Like instead of just like going home and like watching Twitch, like I think those are my mini vacations is really just like spending time. Well, I've been spending a lot more time just like with friends or also incorporating exercise with friends as well. Um, a lot right. of my friends, I guess, I don't know why, are like, oh, I'm really inspired by your weight loss. Like every time they see me in person, which is like, I hate you guys. Shut up. Um, but they like want to go on hikes now, for example, or they want to go play sports or whatever which i still don't want to do <laughs> or go on a walk together and so it's like i don't like obviously those aren't vacations but to me those are like my mini like ways i can fill in like still socializing and kind of like de-stress while also kind of like killing two birds with one stone if that makes sense mm -hmm. yeah you want to yeah. be efficient with uh with your time i guess because you can get a bunch of different things done yeah, for sure. I mean, we need to still go to the gym, too. Yeah. Together yeah. so we can, like, work out and I can push you and then we can just do the chest, uh, the chest thing or whatever. Like the, you know, we can start doing free weights, start doing the bar. Chest. Yeah. The, what's it called? Chest press. We can do chest press. Oh, chest presses. Yeah. 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 We can do bench press stuff. Uh, <laughs> we, I can show you my squatting stuff and my core stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of. Yeah. yeah, the body weight stuff that I can that I've uh, learned. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we can uh, there's a lot of two person medicine ball stuff mm -hmm. uh, that we can do, too. So we still need to find a time uh, to do that or whatever. But yeah, so those last two weeks has been crazy. Um, I have some stories. Pixel, I don't know if you uh, if you have any stories, if you've been saving any for the podcast, anything interesting or exciting or crazy going on over in your end of uh, the woods. I got a haircut. That's not. Dude. Yeah, I know. So that's actually exciting. <laughs> I just got a haircut today. Nice. So, so yeah. Awesome. Like, tell, tell us about it. Tell us about it. Okay. So I decided to do something a little bit different than my usual cut. You know, I have like really, really straight hair. Right? It, it, okay. Is your so, hair done up right now? No. Okay. It looks pretty nice for not being done up. It's like, it's kind of wild how like it curly it is, right? Like, yeah. 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 Because, okay. So I decided like. I don't know, due to nothing in particular, to get a Korean perm. And no, it's because you're in your glow up phase. I'm in my glow up <laughs> phase too. We gotta look good, man. I get it. We gotta get the ladies, right. you know. Yeah, we're in our glow right, up right. phases, chat. Okay, or chat or listeners, go watch on video. By the way, you'll you know what we're talking about. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to go to this place in um, uh, Koreatown, mm. and it's 
fairly well known. It's like a place that like kind of specializes in these kind of like glow up things like they do like all these sorts of perms and dyes and colors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I went there and got it done. And it, no joke, it took three hours. <laughs> I've never uh, done anything like this before in my life. That's... And what, what, what women go what women go through all the time <laughs> like, like oh it's crazy <laughs> like we're compl- I, I, like, yeah I'm, like i'm never gonna make fun of them ever again because like this yeah. this whole process like i've been sitting in this chair for like an hour just waiting for this goop to like you know do its thing right because you just have to let it basically destroy your hair that's kind of like what it's doing and you smell yeah. it the entire time yeah it, it smells, smells pretty bad I remember my my mom used to get perms back in the day, and it was pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. And so you just kind of have to like just sit there, wait for it to do its thing, get it all washed out. Yeah. And but when it's done, it looks it looks really good, actually. Like you know, it's really soft mm-hmm. and, and like curly and stuff like that. I've never had hair like this. Nice. And, like it's super low effort. I love that. <laughs> how uh how uh how long does it last? Uh, depends on how fast your hair grows. Oh, okay. This will like stay curly, but uh-huh. as it grows out, like, right. the roots become straight, and so it kind of like loses the effect. So it takes, you know, anywhere between like three and six months. Okay. Before it like starts to kind of like fall apart. That's not too. I mean, wh- what what's your hair growth like? Is it pretty fast? I don't think it's all that fast. Okay. I don't think it's a crazy amount. Um, I mean, I don't know. Uh, what to compare it to because i don't know how yeah. to measure my hair growth yeah um how do you like, do up your hair um you know i just wash it i actually have a blow dryer now that i have to like you know actually use for this um but Dang, other son. than that you don't actually need anything okay you don't need any kind of like goop to like put in your hair yeah because it kind of just like stays like this and it's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's wild to me because I, I don't need anything and i mean that's dope that's, that's like the best part of it because it's like it's so effortless are you happy with it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think they did a really good job. Are you going to do it again is the question. I might. Yeah. I mean, All right. I, I could see like every three to it. six months, like go get go do it again. Yeah, it's not a huge uh, amount of money, to be honest with you. Like, uh, mm. for, you know, uh, six months. Uh, th- this this cost me 140 bucks. I'll be like honest. Mm-hmm. Like, and that compared compared to like a women's cut and like permanent stuff like that. Yeah. Which would be twice the cost. I mean, it's not terrible for the amount of work they put in. Like three yeah. hours of work for this. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really good, man. I, w- so here's the thing with me is that, um, when my hair grows out, it gets super, super curly and super, super thick and like coarse. Right. And I've grown it out in like high school and stuff. And my high school pictures, I just look like I have a giant afro. Like I look like I'm Einstein. Yeah. Like the hair is just like up, but then like super curly. So yeah. I can't have like, you know, like I can't even straighten it, right? Because if you straighten it, like I'd have to chemically straighten it. You know what I mean? And then even then, it would it, it would probably look super weird. Like I've been I've asked like people who are in the industry like if i should do that and they're like probably not it would look like really weird right so i have to like forever i am at like uh my jeans have just screwed me and i have to do like shortcuts like this all the time oh that sucks yeah so eight (laughs) dollars in in some ways that's actually 
a nice thing because you don't have to think about it too much. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, it basically it I feel like my hair grows out pretty fast, but basically if I don't get my hair cut maybe every two to three weeks, um, it gets it, it starts getting super curly and super uncontrollable. So like when I put product in it, it just looks really weird. So I have to get my hair cut. I get my hair cut every like two weeks at this point. Jeez. That's, yeah. That's really often. Yeah. Like every two to three weeks, maybe. Mm-hmm. Man, so you know, another reason why I got this done was because like mm. I've been noticing that my hair is thinning out. And oh, so no. like, if if I wanted to do something like this, like now is the time before I completely lose it. Does perming accelerate that process? I don't think it does. OK, I don't know, because it's like chemicals, right? That's what I was thinking. It, it, but Yeah, yeah, it, it totally is. It's totally just like a chemical bath like that you mm-hmm. give yourself. Um, but I don't think it makes it fall out any faster. At least I haven't noticed it falling out. OK, I mean, what are you going to do if it starts falling? Do you just shave it all off if it starts falling off? Oh, man, I look weird with a bald head. You think that, but no, no, it's fine. It's all confidence. I, you know, I've actually considered doing like hair transplant kind of treatment. Really? You yeah. love your hair that much? I, I just do not like the idea of going bald, like my, myself in particular. Just like, hmm. I think if I were to picture myself going bald, I, I don't know, maybe I should Photoshop it one day, but like, <laughs> I think I would look really, really weird, like weird enough that I would go through like some sort of transplant process man i don't know because then you have to take that medicine every day like alopecia or whatever and then there's medicine well there are medic medications that you can do to like i thought i'm pretty i I thought you had to you did the hair transplant and then you also had to take medicine along with it like alopecia like on top of it uh i don't know about that maybe i'll have to look into it but uh yeah like they 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 would take the hair from like the back of my head where it's a lot thicker i like i can feel the difference mm-hmm, but they would mm-hmm. like take it from back here and then kind of like stick it up in here right and uh hopefully it kind of like stimulates growth or at least like you know keeps it around a little bit longer right but, uh yeah i thought about doing that like there are other alternatives but i don't want to like consider them like there's there's actually like a weird like tattooing one huh and and i i i think that's gonna be really weird don't do that no, <laughs> that I'm sounds weird. That seems that. you know who did that? Cool. Uh do you know the YouTuber FoozyTube? Heard the name. If you look him up, he got his head tattooed and it looks super weird. Yeah, but like he's still is. bald, but he made it like look like you know he just has like a 1.5. Like it looks like he has a permanent like kind of side cut like I have, like a one 1.5 cut. And it looks so bizarre. Yeah, I, I wouldn't do that because it's like it's too permanent. It looks weird like when you start graying out and stuff like that. And yeah. it's like still there. So or okay. or just get a head tattoo. Uh, like not tattoo your head so it looks like hair, but like just get a sick like in a skull or something. <laughs> just tattoo like just tattoo your whole head. <laughs> let's get like an airbender like arrow or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, or something like that. Or just like uh I don't know. I don't know. But no, that's not that's really cool though that you're able to do that. I'm I'm low-key, like pretty jealous of that to be honest. Because like I said, I'm not able to do that at all. So I'm just like um yeah, <laughs> I'm, I just I, I, I you know, it sucks. I wish I'm I had really your curious. hair. Yeah, because I'm really curious to see like what kind of what you would look like with like straight wavy hair. I just look like a like uh, I look like a scuff Steve Aoki. <laughs> no, but it's like it's like Einstein, like uh, so I would have to chemically straighten it. It's just not right, worth right. it. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. 
I want to get. I was joking with my friends, but like, so I've lost weight. And sorry, video listeners or audio listeners, you're gonna be screwed. But I hate. I don't know what it is, but I've always been made fun of for my ears as a kid. I have my headphones off, so I can't hear you. By the way, Pixel. But I, ha- I have like these. I have these ears, and uh, my friend was like, sent me this link for ear reduction surgery. What? Yeah, and I was like, I, not that I would ever do it, but I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I have an option for that. It's like some sketchy thing, dude. It's like some sketchy thing in like some you know Asian country that's like you know no one yeah, goes I'm, to. I'm, I'm no, sure I don't want to name an Asian country to offend them, so you know. But I'm sure there are some doctors that can do that. But man, that's more like reconstruction. I'm oh not, no, I'm, it is for sure. Like they basically like chop off this earlobe here and then like push it up so that's like over here and then they like take the earlobe and kind of like do something with it and the thing is is that so back in the day i used to have earrings like plugs and i still have the scars uh on my ears so when i expanded my ears they actually kind of like like this is actually supposed to be like closer to my ear but i stretched them out right and then when i took them out they obviously shrunk but they'll never fully it will never fully heal correctly so that i i do know someone who actually got that surgery but not like the whole ear obviously um but i did know someone she had like fat like fat like like silver dollar like gauges or whatever and uh she regretted it after a while and so then she ended up closing them or she got the reconstructive surgery Mm mm-hmm no, right that makes a lot of sense like, that makes sense like store that yeah yeah but no it was just funny because when you mentioned that because i was like not that hair transplants are the same thing but i'm like i also i want to i really care about my ear look i guess sometimes i don't know <laughs> you know how dumb these ears are i can't wear like headphones like these for very long because it just hurts like all the time because like i can feel my ear basically being like it's basically being like squished like this like the top of my ear and like the lower ear like all the time whenever i'm wearing yeah. like headphones like this but, like really badly to where like it's basically bent inside like the cup what, uh, uh we have what kind of uh, earphones there are some sony sony mdr 7506 oh. professional dj headphones I, uh, you should get one of these, like, these, like, they're called the circumoral headphones. Circumoral headphones? Yeah, they're gigantic. So okay. they go around your ear and they fit around it, so it okay. doesn't touch your ear at all. Okay, well, link it to me after the, after we're done. Or link like, it to uh, me in the future, from, like, or text me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. They make some giant, giant headphones, and, like, they're super comfortable. Um, yeah, but uh, they're they they're made to not touch your ear at all, and okay. you can wear it for a ton, like a really really long time. Okay, good to know, good to know. But yeah, all right. So the perm the perm adventures with Pixel. You okay? Would you go back to the same place? Are you like we we won't dox the place, obviously, but like, <laughs> will you go back to the same place? Are you like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I totally go back to the same place. Uh, they took care of me. Um, it's really funny. Like they're just like trying to speak to me in korean oh you like i don't know yeah yeah you're like you're like oh cool <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they all, they all, had, they all had a laugh and like they're like after my hair was done they were like oh my god you look korean now i'm like <laughs> but that was so funny everybody was cracking oh that's funny all right well um, uh it was fun it's a good place. Dude, why haven't you been posting on Twitter? You gotta post these on Twitter. You gotta show the glow up selfies on Twitter or something with your new hair. I get really self-conscious. Like posting I selfies. Do, I do too. That's why I just post selfies. <laughs> you, so you're saying that the cure to I, being I post selfies, selfies and 
I post selfies and then people comment how good I look. And then I feel a little better. <laughs> and then I post more. <laughs> the endless All cycle. Right. Social media is evil. Yep, exactly. Yeah. But um no, yeah, so pick as while Pixel was getting a perm, I ended up going to LA two times in the last week. And uh I still hate LA, uh, because I am a you know, I'm not in LA, so I'm not used to paying for parking. I am not used to walking around um, and all that type of stuff, at least to get from place to place. Uh, but, uh, you know, shout uh, shout outs to uh, uh, shout outs to a friend of mine. She actually came down from um, Canada um, a couple of Fridays ago to visit L.A. for the first time ever. And uh, it kind of was like a last minute type of thing. But uh, yeah, shout outs to her. Her name's Rika. Uh, her Twitch name is Rika Chet, which is uh, R-I-K-A-C-H-E-T. Uh, shout outs to her. Fun fact, she's probably one of my longest uh, watching uh, Twitch viewers uh, from the twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo days. Um, so she's been watching probably since like 2013. Uh, 2013, 2014. And the way we met was actually through OG Foosley's chat what that's so yeah. random just randomly and then she randomly followed me on uh on uh on uh twitch and then you know every once in a while she would just kind of hop in the chat uh she would you know chat for a little bit uh she works like nights uh at home for a company and in uh, canada and uh, the reason why she was down in la was because she'd actually never um really been in california before but she's also uh her job is transferring her like her job has a program where they'll transfer you to like another office for like a year just so you can like experience like different cultures and stuff like that and um she's actually transferring to australia for a year oh wow! so uh you know she and, and basically she's going over there at uh, essentially the start of august uh from what i recall so she actually was like well i might as well go to la now because, you know, obviously it's going to be a little bit harder to get to the United States from Australia and it's going to be more expensive and stuff. Um, so she ended up coming down. Uh, we ended up going out kind of randomly. Um, I She came on a week where I was pretty busy and I ended up just being uh, free. Uh, so we ended up just going uh, to L.A. Uh, found out she didn't drink. So I took her to a rooftop bar and that didn't work out. And then um, we ended up going to Koreatown. And going to this Korean barbecue spot uh, that I really like. That's like my favorite Korean barbecue spot of all time. It's actually like one of the highest rated Korean barbecue places in Koreatown as well. I think all in, in L.A. in general. Was that one? Uh, no, you and one? I did not. Oh. No, yeah. you and I did not. We weren't able to get reservations for it. So um, I will say this. What's up with parking in L.A. Pixel? <laughs> all right. You went. You went to Koreatown and expected to be able to park somewhere? Fri Fri <laughs> Pixel, Friday night, I could not find a place cheaper than $35. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> why is it right. Why is it more expensive? Why is it more expensive than like Disneyland parking? <laughs> or like theme park <laughs> parking for like a shittier experience? I'm so mad. It's, uh, yeah, that is the LA experience for the most part. Like, oh we'll probably God. go into like um an area where there's like no parking lots whatsoever koreatown does not have parking yeah anywhere it, it's it's trash and so oh and then here's the other thing okay so we park and it's the crappiest smallest tiniest like parking lot it's like in this building and you know i thought i could just 
drive and loop around and exit that way. Guess what? One way in, one way out, of course, right? And so I got stuck. So then the parking attendant was like, here, I'll just help you get out. So he helps me get out. And then he expects like a tip, like a mandatory tip for helping him get out. So I paid 10 more bucks. And so it was really 45 bucks. I'm mad. Uh, but yeah, it was a, besides that, it was a great time. Uh, afterwards, we dropped her off because she was going to go to some other stuff in the morning. She was taking the train to she took the train down here, actually. Um, but then she was going to take the train to Long Beach to meet up with some people. And I actually wasn't able to go because I had to go to San Diego the next day for some stuff. And so um, she she ended up leaving. And then we ended up going to uh, my favorite uh, bar in all of L.A. It's in Little Tokyo. Um, and, um, it's changed a lot during COVID and I'm kind of sad, but kind of glad at the same time, like beforehand, it was like a speakeasy kind of chill. You, there was a line out the door. You had to get reservations, but during COVID, uh, or after COVID, I should say when they reopened, I think they were like, we kind of need to make back some profits that we lost. So they kind of opened it up for everyone. And so there's no more like waiter or waitress service. Uh, it's more of like, you know, just like a typical bar, which is great. But then the funny thing is, is that like it's pretty expensive for like a bar, right? Because it was always like kind of this higher class place. So like you go in there and you ask for Jack and Coke and they'll probably kick you out. Um, but it only serves Japanese whiskey and Japanese cocktails. But the cheapest whiskey they have on the menu is like twenty five dollars for a glass. Oh. Right. So it's really nice. I know. But it has my favorite whiskey in there, which is Yamazaki uh, 26 year, which, by the way, is the best whiskey that you'll ever have in your life. Hands down. Just be willing to pay about forty five dollars a glass. That is insane. Yeah. That's a, so much. A bottle of it is like three, three or four thousand dollars, like or something crazy like that. And it's one of the only places that can get it, at least right now. Yeah, I'm actually I don't drink as much anymore. I only drink um, on the weekends and sometimes I don't drink on the weekends at all. And so I'm actually thinking of selling some of my whiskeys because of the tariffs and how hard it is to get stuff in the country right now and import taxes going up and stuff. Some of my whiskeys have become very expensive. There's a lot of imported whiskey. Yeah, so I see that totally happening, especially with like Japanese whiskeys and stuff like that. Yeah, um, I don't know what's going on with like import taxes or whatever, but like it's uh, I mean, prices are going up regardless. So like whatever. The reason, oh, yeah, just right? yeah, just with everything. But it was like I like so there's like this bottle of whiskey that I like and uh, I was like, I'm kind of low on it. I'm like halfway and it went on sale at this one uh, one place I know. And I was like, it was like a hundred hundred. It, like normally it's like a hundred hundred bucks and they were selling it for like 150 and i was like mm, like i don't really drink that much anymore like do i really get it and i was like thinking about it and i was like uh okay i'll get it and within like maybe a minute it was sold out totally sold out and now it's being resold on like other websites for like 500 ridiculous yeah and then like a couple of my bottles are selling like i bought them for about a hundred bucks and they're selling about for about 300 or 400 absolutely wild i like it's yeah it's, it's weird like how certain markets can become like almost collector's items yeah it, and this happened over like the pandemic like where all these things just start started like shooting up the price you know of course like pokemon cards and things mm -hmm. like that yeah watches anything you could collect like just shot yeah. up the price dude watches are so dumb now because like I have friends who are like super into watches and they like want to get me into watches and stuff like that. And I found like these really nice companies, but then it's like the cheapest watch is like 200 bucks, 300 bucks. You know what I mean? 
Um, even some of my watches that friends have gifted me, which were like, you know, I don't think very expensive, have like tripled in price, my friends have said, like since I've gotten them. Mm hmm. And it, it's 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 pretty it's just insane. It's insane. But yeah, so we went there and, uh, you know, we got back home at a reasonable time and um, I went to sleep. And then mm -hmm. during the ride back, I had mentioned to a friend I had never been to a Dodger game before. Um, ever. Okay. And uh, he said, OK, let's go to a Dodger game. So he ends. We end up going to a Dodger game uh, the next Friday. Uh, we got seats between home base and first base. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. I didn't realize how close Dodger Stadium was to my uncle's place uh, and my gr my grandma's place. Um, so that was cool. So we went to my favorite ramen place. It's called Silver Lake Ramen. Also oh, found out that, yeah, I, I really like it. They opened one down here, by the way. And uh, I, the, I don't know if they have a vegan option, but the one down here has a vegan option. I believe they do. Okay, yeah. So just saying throwing it out to you um also side note i've basically not become vegan but i basically become pescatarian at this point um because of all my allergies but that will be Wait, for another really? yeah i've become pescatarian essentially oh wow i didn't know that yeah because like i can't eat ground meat basically so i try to i heavily 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 limited it and then yeah, all my all my protein supplements all my protein fillers like my protein shakes everything it's all vegan Nice. All my protein bars, all that. So it's been good. So you can get gains on protein, guys, or vegan protein, I guess. Uh, yeah, but that's, absolutely. I know, it's just like a misconception. Um, I'm allergic to whey isolate. Um, oh, so okay. I have to do vegan stuff, right? But anyway, that's kind of a side note. So uh, we went there. I had the vegan ramen. It was very good. Uh, I will say this. I don't know if I'm just getting bad batches of vegan food or something, but... Every time I go out, it's way too salty. Yeah, no. They, do you yeah, do you tend to have that issue with vegan food? It's just like over salted, yes. or like it's over spiced because like I don't know why, and I don't I don't like that. I feel like I'm having a heart palpitation because <laughs> there's like yeah. so much salt. Yeah, I think you know what it is. I think it's mm. because a lot of like restaurant food kind of puts so much salt into food already that when you have vegan food, it just mm. feels like I don't know. Okay. When you, have, when you start to have a lot of vegan food, you start to notice that things have become like over seasoned, right? I yeah. Don't know, maybe it's the case with others too, but I've noticed this with like vegan food. Mm. Um, just eating more vegetables and grains and things like that, you kind of like start to notice flavors and you start to pick right. up more subtle stuff. Mm -hmm. So when someone oversalts something, it's just overpowering. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like I, I, I do notice that in some places that they just way overdo it with the sauce and, and and salt and stuff like that right i went to wolfie's um yesterday um wolfie's is a vegan like um hot chicken place okay and um so that's kind of like nashville style okay uh, it's like dave's chicken. it's like dave's hot t chicken yeah yeah so but like, vegan <laughs> <laughs> for those who don't know it's, it's kind of like okay. hot chicken but like it's a dry rub uh oh right uh, right so, right so and then they kind of like just, you know, deep fried and stuff like that. But I went there yesterday and um, ordered their Nashville. I was like really sort of confused as to how to order because I was like going up to the counter like, yeah, where is everybody? Yeah. And uh, finally had to ask them like, hey, how do you order in this place? Like there's no yeah. one like even wanting to talk to me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it feels they, bad. And they said like, oh, no, you got to go. You sit outside and scan the 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 QR code, and that's how we serve you. 
you just order through that and then we just come to your table and i'm like oh so la man so la <laughs> like, okay this has been a while i haven't done this yeah so um their food was really good okay um, we'll try had, it when i go up there and uh i had a side of coleslaw it was just like this aggressively large pile of coleslaw like mm. side, mm -hmm. covered in sauce like this thing was this, this coleslaw was just like a medium for like getting sauce into your mouth. <laughs> it, it tasted good. Like the whole meal. I, was, like, I hate, good. I hate coleslaw. So, okay. not, you know, that just sounds disgusting to me, but you know, I get you. <laughs> um, tasted good, but okay. like, man, they, they really overloaded that coleslaw with sauce, but you know, the chicken was good. Okay. Okay. But yeah, so, oh, I've also been using uh beyond meat and impossible meat too, when I can. If I do want to get it, uh, I, I will say this. I do sometimes I don't I do sometimes eat meat in the sense I try to avoid ground beef as much as possible. Um, steaks, I've been like, OK, my body has been like, OK, with and my doctor basically says it's probably because you're resting metabolism and uh, your your metabolism in general, as well as like with you exercising your body. Uh, I like went for a checkup like a couple days ago and did everything again and did my blood allergy stuff and all that good stuff. And uh, he, he says it's like at a really good level to where like the gout's like at a minimum right now. So it might also be that like because I'm eating healthier, like if I do have like a steak or something like that, I'll be fine. But should I have one like once a week? Probably not. So I've still been I've still been consuming meat, but it's like it's gone down from like 90 percent or something like that to probably like 5 percent, honestly. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. That's so I feel really a lot better, which is good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So don't send me your vegan recipes because I suck at cooking and I'm just trying to eat to consume calories right now. But uh, if anyone has any simple ones to send me, go for it or whatever. Um, but no, yeah. So we went to Dodger Stadium, and uh, of course. So this is the the interesting story. My, I I don't know what our luck is, but um. We went to Dodger Stadium and I, you know, I would decided I'm going to, you know, after all that talk about vegan stuff, I, I'm like, you know what? We're at Dodger Stadium. I have to have a Dodger dog, right? Like you have to, like, it's just like a tradition, right? So I was like, okay, I'm going to have my first hot dog in like nine months or something like that. Right. I'm not a huge hot dog fan. And uh, we go and I don't, I still don't know exactly what happened. Okay. I don't know if this was a disgruntled employee he was being a homie or he was going to quit. Okay. So, you know, my friend drove and we had two other friends with us. So I said, you know what guys, I'll buy the beers, I'll buy the hot dogs, um, you know, for this round, you know what I mean? Because you guys all came out here my friend drove. So it's kind of like paying him back for gas. Gas is crazy right now. So I ordered four beers. Each beer was about $8 and four hot dogs. Each hot dog was about $9. Okay. So you can, mm -hmm. you can do the math. And, you know, I'm talking to the guy and uh, he's like, oh, how are you liking Dodger Stadium? You know what I mean? Are you excited for the game? And I'm like, you know, I've never been here before. It's my first time. But, you know, I'm not a huge baseball fan. Like, you know, just kind of chatting with them as this runner is bringing the stuff. And he rings he rings up all this stuff and he goes, oh, you just bought a, a side of nacho cheese, right? And he charges me two dollars and fifty cents. Right. And he's like deadpanned, like looking at me like deadpan serious. Like, no emotion, no, like, hey, I got you, bro, don't worry, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, just deadpan, he's like, oh, you only ordered a nacho cheese cup, right? And I was like, oh, no, I ordered stuff. He's like, no, you ordered a nacho cheese cup. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. So I just paid $2.50. <laughs> and it was so weird because he wasn't like, hey, dude, I got you. Like, I'm going to hook you up or anything. Just deadpanned, no expression, like, 
it, like he clearly knew I didn't order that. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like it was just so bizarre. But yeah, for, got basically free. I mean, that's basically free food at Dodger Stadium. Yeah, that sounds like a guy that's probably going to quit soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds like a guy's going to quit soon. So I would take advantage of it. So we watched the game. Fastest baseball game in my life, by the way. It so start hours. No, 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 no. Crazy fast, dude. Okay, so game starts at 730, but it doesn't really start at 730, right? So official first pitch is like 20, 30 minutes later, like eight o'clock, right? We made an agreement. We're going to leave at the eighth inning to beat everyone else out, right? Uh, it was Dodgers versus Padres. By the eighth inning, Dodgers were up like 3-1, and mm -hmm. it was nine. It was about 9.30. That's fast. Right? That was like the fastest baseball game I've ever been to in my life. Like, they were just striking out the Padres. So we left. I looked at the score when I got back home that night, or that morning, I should say, and they won like 6-1. They just destroyed them. Oof. So they were just like striking them out, like, you know what I mean? Like, getting mm -hmm. them out super fast, no walks, like all this type of stuff. So we ended up leaving and going back to Wolf and Crane, baby. Part two, baby. We, so we went back to there. That's the Japanese cocktail place I was telling you guys about. We went back there randomly met these korean girls uh and started talking to them very lovely people i don't remember your name you said you would listen to the podcast i'm so sorry i don't remember your name this was like a week and a half ago i'm horrible with names <laughs> but um i am i am incredibly sorry if you message me i will let you know but one of them was a pianist who worked on squid game that's wild she was part of the orchestra and squid game she was going back to korea in a week that's so crazy. Yeah. So that was that was crazy. Uh, basically, I don't know how we met them, to be honest. Um, they were trying to get their passports out. Then they came to our table and were like, can we use your table to look for our passports? And we said, yeah, sure. Then they went inside, got a drink, came back outside and said, came to our table and said, it's too crazy in there. Can we sit with you? And then somehow they were sitting with us for like two hours. I don't understand. I just wanted to hang out with my friends. Then we went to like another bar. Then we went to another bar. And before you know it, I'm back home at 4 a.m. in the morning. So I can't do this anymore. So that night where I, I called you and said, are you coming out tonight? And you said, I am unable to. We were out until like 4 a.m. Yeah, I probably would not have lasted that long. I would, I, yeah, I, I know. Would, but you could have came to the one place. It would have been yeah. fun. Yeah. The next one time, place, next time. Sure, but like, I, I would have like tapped out after that. I'm like, you guys go ahead with your bar hopping. I'm going home. Yeah, but it was it was fun. It was fun. Um, you know, not going back there again uh, for a while to L.A. in general, just because like I love L.A. and I hate L.A. at the same time, you know, um, just because it's so chaotic sometimes. But it's uh, it's fine if you don't have to drive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, killer. yeah. So shout outs to those two girls. You guys were awesome. Thanks for making our night. Thanks for being so kind to us. Uh, great conversations. Uh, and I'm so sorry that I don't remember your names. Because that was like the big thing or whatever. Um, but yeah. And then uh, I, uh, some other stuff's happened this week. I can't really go into it. Some personal stuff that uh, Pixel knows about. Uh, also, there's another story I need to tell you, Pixel, that I didn't tell you. Uh, not yesterday, but the day before something happened, too. Which is more interesting rather than like more than like weird. Like it, This one's like an actual interesting one that we can talk about later. Okay. But anyway, that's been my couple weeks. It's just been going out. Um, I have stuff happening for the next like two, three weeks. It's bad. Um, and I feel like I've said this to you on and off this podcast for like the last three months. Yeah. Yeah. So this Friday, I am taking my friend out to go to um, I'm going to have my one steak I have every two weeks to a place that has a 45 day, a dry age steak uh, because he's giving me a rower. 
Oh, okay. Cool. So um, I've never used a rower before. I heard that there's actually some techniques to it, so I'm gonna have to YouTube it. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it, it'll yeah. Uh, it'll get you tired real fast. Like if you if you good done cardio now, like this will get you winded within like a few minutes. Good because I want I want that. It, it seems to be a, a more of an all body workout too, which seems yeah. nice. Um, so yeah. it'll, it'll it'll be great. But uh, the reason why I'm getting this rower is a uh, shout out to my friend Richard. Um, he is actually kind of. Um, on a whim, to be honest, he is moving to Oklahoma. Um, random. Yeah. So basically what happened was his parents retired. Um, his parents live uh, in our area and they retired and they had bought some land a, years ago in Oklahoma and they retired and built a house on this land. It's like 15 acres and they're retiring over there and Richard is moving over there with them and basically going to get his own couple acres himself and is getting a house built out there as well. And wow, uh, a new house is built on land. Yeah, yeah. Huh. And then he um, is hiring a management group to manage his house over here and he's just going to rent it out. And he says, like, with mm -hmm. that much money and where they're living in Oklahoma, he's basically going to retire at like our age. It's not bad, you know, and then he's still working as a software developer for a company over here in California, just remote. Yeah, that's the that's the play right now. Because yeah, a lot of a lot of people in my company uh, that yeah. I work with are doing that. They're um, trying to make work from home like a thing and like a permanent thing. Like, for yeah, 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 yeah. Lives. Um, and so a lot of them are uh, moving to places like uh, Bakersfield. One of, mm. one of my coworkers is going to Bakersfield. One place of them is so, the place is so crappy, like, though. That place is so crappy, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, have fun in Bakersfield, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, okay, well, I'm, yeah, I mean, enjoy it over there, I guess. Um, you know what Bakersfield's? You know what Bakersfield's known for, right? Yeah, I think I do. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> have fun over there, but yeah. Yeah, like so, I have other coworkers. No, yeah. Um, going to move to Arizona or hmm. Oregon. Um, I have some yeah. friends moving to Arizona actually at the end of September. Yeah, yeah, that's a mm -hmm. it's oof, that's a hot time to move, man. That's a really hot time. Oh yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, but yeah, a lot of a lot of people are just doing that now because you know it's it makes a lot of sense. You know, it's so much yeah. cheaper. Yeah. So basically what happened was uh, his parents moved over there first uh, a few weeks ago. And then a week later, he was like, hey, guys, I'm actually going to move out there with them. I think that this is time, you know, um, he you know, he he's moving for various reasons. And so he's going to move out there, too. And uh, yeah, it's uh, basically his parents moved and they shipped all their stuff over and um, the shipping company that they got and the prices he's looking at was like about seven to ten thousand to ship your stuff out there uh they you know they say the increase of price because of gas and stuff like that as well right now but most of their stuff came like destroyed or damaged so he's essentially just going to ship as little of things as possible that aren't breakable and if he wants to just kind of rebuy stuff right um yeah. as he can slowly so furniture he's not gonna, certain types of furniture he's not going to send so you know he knew that i was into fitness and uh he had bought in a rower obviously during covid just to kind of stay active and healthy and he's you know he's a pretty skinny dude uh, and he's like pretty active uh you know not like super hardcore active but he had bought in this like rower pretty nice rower apparently um and he was like hey uh do you just want this rower and I was like, yeah, like it's like it's like a rower you would see at like a Planet Fitness or okay. at like a 24. Like it's a nice rower. So I was like, yeah, sure. And so I'm going to actually repay him back 
by taking him out to dinner. Uh, it's the least nice. I can do. And also, you know, spend time with him, obviously, before he leaves, because, um, he, you know, his projection of leaving is probably in the next two to three weeks here. Oh, so wow. it's uh, it's pretty fast. Um, also, I need to find out, um, you know, someone somehow to transportate a rower. So we got to figure that out. So we might, we might go rent a we might go rent a uh, moving truck from Home Depot. It's not that big, right? It's like it shouldn't be that big that you need a um, a U-Haul, right? No, no, probably not. But I need someone with a truck or something. It's not. Yeah, it's not going to fit in the Tesla. Okay. So it doesn't like come apart. Oh well. Um, it does, but it's really complicated to put back together. So I think ah. it would just be easier just to want if we can find some. We have friends with trucks, so it might be fine. It it will probably be fine. But yeah, so that's happening. And then the weekend that you're going to San Diego Comic-Con, which, by the way, we might have to skip another week of recording um, <laughs> unless you're oh, back boy. by Monday. Yeah, I know. Right. Well, or I'll be back by Monday. Yeah. OK. Um, uh, Jill and Athena are coming over here. Yeah, uh, the same to, weekend that I'm gone. I'm like, the same weekend you're gone. Yeah, what the heck? And so they mess. Uh, Jill messaged me and let me know. And uh, when they are over here, they're actually about 10 minutes from my house. Mm -hmm. um, very close. So I'm taking him to the same place. I'm taking my friend on Friday <laughs> because uh, it was either that or we go to L.A. And I wouldn't mind going to L.A., but they were like, we have something to do on where they're coming here on like a Friday. They're going to chill. And then Saturday they're free. And then Sunday they they have to get up early for some stuff. So, you know, going to L.A. at night on Saturday probably wouldn't work for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. So we're just going to go. Yeah, he's got to come through to San Diego. <laughs> I know. And then I was. But yeah, but they were like, they, I don't think they can. Yeah, it's, it's too far. I think. Yeah. So. So, yeah, there. So then I have that going on, too. So I've just got stuff happening every single weekend. And then you're going to miss it, too. I'm pissed that you can't go because I was going to invite you. But then I was like, oh, wait, he's in Comic-Con because I have it in my planner that you're at Comic-Con because of the episodes, because yeah. uh, the album releases on uh, July 25th. So the weekend they're here is the release of the album. So we're going to dinner as a business meeting, as a business <laughs> celebration. OK, and this is totally legal, by the way. I just want to throw this out there. Talk to my tax people. OK, yep. yeah, just FYI out there. But yeah, so then, yeah, so we're go we're going to go do that. So it's just it's just so much stuff going on right now. Um, I'm just hoping I can keep up with my diet as best as possible, you know, but I don't know. We'll see. But. Yeah, that's basically uh, all the stuff we can tell you <laughs> uh, that's been going on in the last couple of weeks with us. I don't know if there's anything else that you wanted to add to that pixel before we just get into the boring stuff. I mean, that's kind of it as far as life updates. Yeah, that's, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Well, we're going to get through these as fast as possible, guys. Uh, we have some news uh, that has been happening in the world of Twitch and streaming and all that stuff. Um, you know, I think from now on, to be honest, uh, Maybe we'll do the life update stuff first and the BS uh, first, and then we'll save the like boring news stuff for the end or something. I think that might work. But uh, but yeah, um, so there's a bunch of stuff that's been coming out. Most of these are PSAs. Uh, the first thing, though, and I don't want to spend a ton of time on uh, this first article just because I feel like whenever we talk about this, we say the same like stuff every single time. But it, it was announced this week uh, that Lily Pichu is moving to YouTube. Um, and or this was a few days ago uh, to live stream and that also myth uh, TSM myth is also moving to uh, YouTube uh, and he announced that today and his first stream is tomorrow when asked why they both were moving actually they essentially said it's because um, Twitch and YouTube were actually paying going to offer them the same amount of money but 
uh, YouTube required them to stream about 30 to 40 percent less hours nice. so that they yeah. could they, they had so they would have more free time for other things. I think it totally makes sense. I think also it's one of those things where like um, we'll see in my opinion, we'll see how long YouTube keeps offering the bag uh, because I feel like if they don't offer a good bag, then maybe they'll just go back to Twitch or I don't know. But um, yeah, so I know Lily Pichu has been into Genshin Impact voice acting recently. She recently had announced that she's doing voice acting for like an anime, um, which she can't say which one, but apparently she's like one of the co-leads or something of this anime or like oh, a supporting wow. character. Or it's like it's like a, one of the main characters or something. So it's pretty big. Um, I don't know what Myth is planning as well. I know he's more of like just a gamer type of guy uh, and plays games, but I'm assuming he also went over because he gets to stream less hours. Maybe he gets to create more events or collaborate more with people or something like that, you know? Um, so I don't know. I, I, I mean, I find it interesting. I think that Twitch is, um, you know, trying to make the uh, experience of streaming better on its platform while right now YouTube is at a, uh, at a point where it is trying to just get uh, talent acquisitions to their platform and hopefully convinces other content creators to just start streaming on YouTube instead of start streaming on Twitch because I feel like the only people who start streaming on YouTube are people who get the bag or were um, banned. I <laughs> uh, show speed I'm looking at you. Uh, shout out to you for almost burning down your house. I don't know if you saw that pixel but no, I don't think it weighs. That's kid almost a lot of. Uh, I've seen a lot of clips of people like almost burning down their houses. Yeah, uh, he shot fireworks off in his house. Okay, yeah. Okay, so if you guys don't know, I showed I show speed is one of the biggest content is the biggest content creator on YouTube right now. Uh, he was banned off of Twitch actually because he made a very sexist comment that I can't repeat on this podcast or we'll probably get in trouble. But essentially, he was on a dating show on Twitch that was not with like with a, another scuffed streamer that I can't mention. Uh, and uh, they, the question was asked, if you two were alone on a deserted island and you had to repopulate, would you? And uh, she said no. And I show speed said something to the extent of that. He would basically R word her because they would have to. And. Oh obviously got banned off the platform and then he went to youtube and since being on youtube he has uh higher numbers than xqc which is kind of concerning too as well uh he gets like 100,000 to 200,000 viewers a stream but uh he had a yeah he had a fourth of july celebration and uh on the fourth of july celebration he lit what he thought was a pikachu sparkler uh, it was like a little platform. It was like a Pikachu and then you light it and he thought it was just a sparkler, but it was an actual full on firework that blew off and he had set it on top of a box of other fireworks and the police came, the fire department came and yeah. Anyway, myth and Lily are at YouTube <laughs> poggers. I mean, like I said, I don't really know what more to say about this besides the stuff that probably everyone has already said about this. Um, I think it's really cool. I enjoy competition. I'm excited for it. I have no skin in the game anymore because uh, all my streams are passively streaming all the time. But um, Pixel, I mean, is there really any uh, thoughts that you wanted to add to this or anything that we haven't really said before about this move? You know, I I think there's one thing that's kind of interesting mm. uh, with Lily moving. Um, you know, as you, as you know, she's part of offline TV. And usually, like, organizations will probably try to move together, moving and trying to get, like, the same sort of deal for the entire group. And because that's mm -hmm. the entire purpose of a team, right? Or, like, some sort of work. Is right. If um, you're capable of offering one person 
a a deal then you know it makes sense to do the entire package right right yeah of course um so with lily moving that that opens the door for the possibility of all of offline tv moving i know yeah that, you know i know toast and and pokey have signed contracts to uh, say at twitch but like for mm-hmm. everybody else it it seems pretty interesting because like mm-hmm. more could follow and that's kind of like yeah I'm, I'm basically kind of keeping my eye on right now yeah it would be interesting if they all moved over and then um like they did like group streams on the offline tv youtube or something mm-hmm. you know what i mean something like that it, it will be interesting um you know, I personally don't watch them anymore. I feel like their vibe or their channel kind of changed to reflect maybe a younger audience. Or like I said, maybe I just grew up. I don't know. Or I got older. Not grew up per se, but just got older or something. I don't know. But I know that Toast has only a one-year contract with Twitch, um, which I find very interesting. So that contract could be up as early as like November of this year, you know? I don't know how long Pokimane's contract is, but we can assume it's two years. You know what I mean? But... Yeah. I feel like Pokimane has always, and this is nothing against Pokimane, obviously, but I've always felt like she's never been that involved with offline TV. It's always just been like a side thing. Like if she's free, she's free. You know what I mean? But I feel like with like the other group members, they seem to be more of a core uh, like um, group uh, thing. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Uh, maybe she's just super busy with everything else in life. But that would be very interesting to see. I know Ludwig said that when he signed his YouTube deal, one of the things he went back and forth with on YouTube and it fell through was he actually wanted to get his whole house signed. So he was actually trying to get Cutie Cinderella, his girlfriend, um, Nick, Slime, Aiden, um, and even Otto uh, to, to, uh, you know, he was going to sell as a package deal and get them all deals, but it ended up falling through basically. Um, So, you know, it hasn't, it hasn't been unheard of to do something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I think that makes a lot of sense. You know, it um, you help your friends out, right? That's like probably like the first, yeah, uh, first and foremost. Yeah, but, you know, it just makes sense if you're doing content together and there's so much cross collaboration. Like it just it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and then once again, I would add to this that if you can download Truffle.tv, that used to be Mogul TV. Um, it's the extension for uh, YouTube. Um, it's really nice. It has a better theater mode. It, um, it has, um, integration of Franker face and, uh, uh, BTTV as well, since those sometimes break. Um, it also has a way for you to link your discord together. And if you're in, uh, and you can use your discord username as your, um, uh, as your display name on YouTube. Uh, which is also nice as well. And if the streamer enables it, um, it, it actually comes with channel points uh, predictions, um, and all that type of stuff. So I would highly recommend to go download that. It also makes, uh, the chat experience a lot better. Um, it basically, uh, it basically makes it so like, you know how YouTube chat just like constantly keeps scrolling. Whereas like Twitch chat will like scroll for a bit, pause and then scroll for a bit and pause. So it's easier to read. It actually mimics that. Um, so it actually makes the viewing experience on desktop way better. So I'd highly recommend that. Um, it's totally been created by auto, uh, who's hired by Ludwig full time now. So it's getting constant updates as well. Nice. So I would, I would highly, uh, I would highly recommend that as well. Um, one of the things that also they are going to start implementing, but it's been kind of slow rolled is it, it will actually show you if you have it, uh, installed, which I have it installed on my, on my thing. It actually shows, uh, shows me on my side following bar that Ludwig is live. 
on Twitch. So on the following sidebar, it says that Ludwig is live. And then when I click Ludwig's channel, it takes me to the YouTube page. So that is also kind of nice as well. It hasn't been integrated for other streamers, but it is interesting that like if you're following Valkyrie or Myth or Lee Peach or anyone else who has gone over, um, it will still show them in your follower list on Twitch. But then when you click it, it will go to YouTube. So if you are someone who's like always constantly on Twitch for whatever reason, um, you know, I, I'm kind of Twitch for me still, even though I don't watch it too much, it's kind of my de facto when I'm like, oh, I want to watch live stream. I just go Twitch, right? I don't go, yeah. oh, YouTube. Um, it's actually very nice um, to be able to 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 get to those streams. Um, yeah, it's kind of a nice feature. Yeah, for sure. So um, next up, or sorry, I didn't want to cut you off, but um, uh, is there anything else, Pixel, that you want to add? Because that was a really good take. No, no, that was that was really it. That's fair. Um, next up too, kind of big news of this is uh, I, uh, you know, my competition finally went down. I'm super happy about it. Uh, she's been a thorn in my side for the last, um, you know, uh, year or whatever. But the you, low, wasn't it? yeah, it was the lo lo-fi girl has been taken down, and uh, this happened again two years ago, by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, exactly, but uh, yeah, uh, YouTube uh, cop. Or a false copyright strike uh, hit um, uh, hit Lo-Fi Girl, and uh, her channel was taken down after two years of constantly being up, and it had 680 million views. That is crazy. And you actually watch the uh, the amount of time streamed. The yeah, the VOD if it if it was even like accessible is it's not twenty thousand eight hundred hours. Yeah, yeah. So both both streams were both streams were taken down, by the way, just just a heads up with that or whatever. She does have two channels, and this is something I really like about YouTube, which I wish they would do that on Twitch. But on YouTube, you can actually stream multiple streams on your own channel. So there's some music streams that have about five or six uh, streams going at one time. Um, it's really, really cool. And uh, yeah, so the second stream was also taken down, too, which had 20,772 hours and had about 129 million views. Unfortunately, um, if you guys didn't know this, Twitch does or sorry, YouTube does not save VODs longer than 12 hours. Right. So unfortunately, the VODs are not accessible. You can still see them or whatever on the channel. Uh, YouTube did apologize for taking it down or whatever. Uh, but they were wrongly deleted by a fake copyright strike. And um, I don't know. This is something that I've always had an issue with with YouTube in general. It, and the reason why I think like live streaming on YouTube can kind of be sometimes annoying is that essentially since they're at the whim of the copyright strike holder, they'll get copyright striked and uh, it's aut it's all automated with bots. So they'll just take yeah. it as is. And then the YouTube, uh, you, you know, YouTube has to take it down and then there's uh, no real way to contact anyone at YouTube um, to talk to them personally. Um, I've had people who have uploaded my streams and then tried to copyright strike me on YouTube on my YouTube stream. And there's no way to contact anyone. There's no way to like talk to anyone unless you reach out to them on of all places, Twitter. Um, yeah, it's it's one of those things where like I really hate the system of take it down first and then ask questions later. Mm -hmm. And it just it's just so rife for abuse, especially when you have no way of contacting anybody. Um, yeah. The only way that you can ever get anything done is like if you have a partner contact, if you actually are some sort of um, uh, verified mm -hmm. artist or have been a part of a YouTuber contract. That's yeah. the only way you can ever reach anybody inside the organization. And it is mm -hmm. horrible. This is mm -hmm. like, it's one of the YouTube's biggest failings. 
Mm -hmm, for sure. Twitch is not that much better, but at least you have a contact usually. And yeah, this is, I don't, I don't know if there's any way that it can actually like, uh, fix this. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know either. And it's, it's strange too, because lo-fi girl is technically, um, a record label. So it is actually a company. So you would think they would have like a partner manager or someone they could reach out to, but I guess not. Um, it's really bad. And then, you know, one of the things too, is that, um, uh, this has been an issue on YouTube for a long time, but, um, uh, and, uh, with some creators behind the scenes is if someone copyright strikes one of your videos and your video gets taken down, what you can do, and this has happened to me personally, you can counterclaim. So basically you can say, no, the audio in this video is not your audio. This is a fake copyright strike. I'm going to counterclaim. The problem with counterclaiming is you need to send said person who copyright striked you all your information. Yeah, like that is ugh, right. I don't know about that. Yeah. And, you know, the and it's it, it's really, really bad. Um, and, uh, you know, so it's like I had someone who was restreaming my stream on, um, on YouTube. They, they, and literally their, the title of their, the title of their stream was literally chill music, uh, chill music live stolen from Twitch. And it was literally my stream being restreamed and I, you know, and then they copyright striked me right to take down my stuff on YouTube. And so I was going to counterclaim them, but guess what? I need to send them my full legal name, my address of work, which I don't have a PO box by the way, and I I don't think I could use a PO box for that if it's my address of work, right? And then I had to send them my phone number. And uh luckily the stream got taken down, but it's one of those things where um there have been some incidences with Twitch streamers where uh that's how they got doxed. Or that's how they got stalkers wow. uh, and stuff. So I know that this has happened to some big content creators. I know that um, some some big content creators um, have actually now they have multiple phones. I know I think Pokemon says she has like three phones because of this, like three phone numbers or something like that. I doubt it. You know, and uh, it, 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 it's such a it's such a bad and, and, and broken system, um, you know, um, but I, I think, you know, it sucks. Uh, apparently, YouTube uh, on Monday did tweet out and apologize for taking down uh, the lo-fi girl or whatever. And they said that the channel will be up by Wednesday. I don't know why it's taking them that long to resolve the copyright strike if it's a false copyright strike. But they said that yeah. the it should be back up within 24 to 48 hours. That is ridiculous that it takes that long. And it's so much faster yeah. to take it down. Like, yeah, it's. There has to be a little system that you put in place where, like, if your channel has like more than a certain number of subscribers, you get like a uh, an actual person to review a DMCA strike. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, and Lo-Fi Girl has ten million followers or ten million yeah. subscribers, so it's like, huh? Yeah, like, okay, so maybe make it so that like if a, a channel has more than a million subscribers, have have a real person look it over and be like, okay, this is. This is going to cause a lot more harm to this channel and its operation. Yeah, if we do this or something like that. And, you know, check to see if it's legitimate. Um, yeah, which is I don't know why they don't just do that. Like, it's so dumb that they have to make it automated. It's yeah, just, it's people are just going to just abuse it whenever they whenever they can. Yeah. 
Um, and it's like, you know, Lo-Fi Girl basically releases a statement and said, the events have sh has shown a light on an underlying problem on the YouTube platform. It's 2022 and there are countless smaller creators out there, many of which engaged in this discussion that continue to be hit daily by these false claims on both videos and live streams. Um, and Lo-Fi Girl also responded to YouTube's reply and said that the takedown requests were abusive, meaning that they were leveraged... They were leveraged as an attack against the channel rather than out of actual concern for copyright violations. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it is crazy. I, you know, the, the last uh, the last thing um, with this or whatever was um, uh, Destiny. I don't know if you heard about the Destiny video game. What happened with oh, that? I thought you had the, no, the not game. The, not the streamer. Um, <laughs> but the Destiny uh, back in March, a bunch of. Uh, uh, a bunch of videos that were released from Bungie's Destiny developers were copyright striked by Bungie. <laughs> right? And, uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty big issue. It's a pretty big problem. Um, you know, one of the interesting things also I wanted to say about this copyright strike thing is, um, you know, maybe this will come to Twitch. Maybe it won't. Who knows, right? But um, it's, I think, one of the reasons why we see a lot of, I guess you call them React streamers, not moving to YouTube, right? Um, essentially, Hassan uh, Hassan Piker, right, or Hassan Abi, uh, said he wouldn't be able to survive on YouTube, as well as other content creators who, you know, commentate or react to other people's content. Um, I know Ludwig has said this on live streams as well as in videos, but any video that he watches on YouTube, he actually has to get whitelisted by YouTube on their back end. Because if he reacts to a video, basically youtube will automatically detect copyright right and written material and then his stream will end automatically so he even said like he can never do a media share stream on youtube yeah right he never can. that's all he does yeah and so he does a lot more gaming stuff a lot more events a lot more just chatting stuff or whatever it might be so he actually had to go through and whitelist every single song that he's using on his stream or if he's watching or reacting to a video from somebody like I know he's reacted to like Graham Stefan. He actually had to reach out to Graham Stefan uh, or YouTube reached out to Graham Stefan, let them know the situation and Graham Stefan whitelisted his videos on Ludwig's live stream channel. Um, so it's one of those things where, yeah, it's one of those things where I know destiny and other YouTuber political YouTubers are on uh, YouTube. They essentially don't even watch the video or they do watch the video, but they watch it muted on their end don't even show it to chat and kind of talk or react about react to it while linking it in chat. So someone like Hassan, uh, uh, Abi, I don't know how he would be able to even survive on YouTube, um, with the current copyright policy, right? He, he wouldn't no. be able to, to be able to react to the news or react to something else. So because that's all he watches. He's just like, he has mm -hmm. like CNN or whatever. Yeah. He's a political like, commentator, right? So, yeah. So yeah. it's just like, doesn't really make any sense to yeah. be on YouTube because like the, their their system is so draconian that like you can't mm -hmm. get past it exactly uh anyway though let's uh move on from that i i think we've kind of run the gamut on that and we're just gonna kind of give you guys a couple of updates on some random stuff that's coming out that you guys should probably be aware of um that is coming out very soon we'll give updates when this stuff is released um but none of it has been released so far it's monday so it's probably released tomorrow just fyi when you're listening to this but yeah um the first one is shared bands this is kind of interesting is that twitch is going to be launching a shared band functionality at some point in the future enabling you to directly share your bands list with other with another channel no details on this right now 
it sounds really, really good. Um, Twitch has been making some really good moves lately just with their moderation. It's one of the things that I know like Twitch uh, or people on YouTube have said. I think even Hassan said he would never sign with YouTube unless they heavily improved their moderation system. Right. Because he's a political streamer, so he, he'd probably get harassed and all this stuff. But uh, essentially, you'll be able to um, it, it, what it seems like is that you'll be able to share your band list with another uh, with another stream. Both of you obviously have to accept this. And then from there, essentially, um, you'll get a new tab that shows all the people uh, on that band list and be able and it will be updated in real time. So if, say, I kubo music share my ban list with you pixel and i ban someone in my channel you will get a notification on your dashboard that uh kubo music banned this this person and then you could decide to ban this person um so you're you're gonna this is very very interesting because um yeah it's very interesting because um i know that a lot of people do cross bands and stuff like that so it'll be very interesting i'm curious to see um uh, Trainwreck's ban list because uh, Trainwreck uh, says or, uh, Trainwreck has shown that he has banned over five hundred thousand people in his chat. What? Yeah, so I want to I want to get his ban list. That would be pretty funny. God, that ban list must be huge, like like in the file size. That's yeah, and then ridiculous. And then he claims that he's like a mod in over like a hundred channels, and apparently when someone really pisses him off, he bans him in all the other channels. You know, so. Uh, it'll be interesting, but this will be super uh, interesting for me personally um, because I do cross ban a lot with a couple channels, but I have a 24-7 music channel, as you guys know. I actually have two right now, uh, maybe a third one coming soon. But uh, when I ban someone from my music channel, I have to then go over to my secondary channel and ban them as well. Um, and then I also, um, uh, because it's a 24-7 channel, we get a lot of trolls. We'll get a lot of people who come in and they'll self-promo. They'll just say stupid stuff because the channel's always up. And uh, I actually ban a lot of people from another channel called Leak Beats, uh, who's a friend of mine, and he runs a 24-7 music channel. Okay. So what we've noticed recently in the last couple months is someone will go to his channel and self-promote and then go to my channel and self-promote. So we're editor we're mods on each other's channels because, you know, eventually we're just going to have to ban, ban them in both channels, right? Um, and I think this functionality will just, you know, streamline that process of those you know people getting banned so i oh, i yeah. i'm all for it you know yeah totally especially if you have like multiple channels it just makes the job easier you know it's pure, yeah pure clicks and you know, exactly for, for a lot of content creators like i think just going back to the whole point where like they do a lot of cross collaboration and they share a lot of the same communities mm -hmm. um, so if you watch one streamer it's just likely that you watch another one in that same sort of circle of friends so mm -hmm. You know, if you do something against one streamer, like it makes sense to just ban them across the board because, like, I I, I want to believe that you know you're you're getting banned for a good reason. You're being banned for being an idiot, and you know that that you know threshold for being an idiot is going to be the same across the board. Yeah, exactly. So, so I, just, I think it's a good I think it's a good tool to have. You know, better yeah. tools. Yeah, can it be abused by the content creators of the mods? Of course, but I, I highly yeah. doubt that it will. And from what I've seen from this, this ban list only goes to the content creator themselves. It doesn't actually go to the mods or the editors. So, you know, if I send my list to you, if someone, if one of your mods can't just be like, oh, I'm going to ban all these people. You know what I mean? It's up to the discretion of the broadcaster to then go ahead and ban those people themselves. So sure. I don't think it's a bad thing. But next up, which is um pretty cool, is, um and this is something that's been requested for 
years, literally years since the tag system came out on Twitch. But freeform tags are custom freeform tags are actually finally coming to Twitch. Um, I think that this is pretty huge. If you guys didn't know, Twitch was one of the last platforms that didn't uh, social media platforms that didn't actually allow freeform tags at all. Even YouTube live streams allows it. Um, obviously, uh, they're probably pulling this from some other API, but obviously, you know, there's a reason why you can't say hashtag and then racist word or, you know, go around, go around that type of stuff. You know what I mean? But um, so there is moderation obviously in place for this. If you guys don't know what a freeform tag is, uh, it basically means you can just put hashtag whatever you want, basically. Like literally you could put hashtag whatever you want and that would be a hashtag that would find your stream and it should improve the search algorithm a ton. Uh, I'm personally very excited for this because um, beforehand you had certain tags that would go on your channel that Twitch essentially approved of. And to get new tags added, you had to go through this janky form of basically an upvoting system like Reddit where you would request request a tag. And if uh, enough people upvoted it, the tag might be added. <laughs> So it might I, be added. yeah, it might be added. So it was, it's really nice that there's going to be freeform tags. Uh, currently there is no tags for, for example, DMCA free. That might be something that's obviously going to be something I can use, or there's no tag for lo-fi. There's a tag for down tempo, but a lot of people don't know what down tempo means. Right. Um, right. so if you guys don't know freeform tags, literally, like I said, is just, you can literally type hashtag, um, what, and then whatever type of tag you want, um, you can add up to 10 tags which is pretty cool. Um, if you guys didn't know, the tag listing right now is limited to five. And one of those tags will always, uh, so it's limited to five tags essentially. So your tags are usually what your what category you're in. So I'm in music, so it's always gonna default to IRL and creative. And then um, there's also tags for, and then basically there's five tags that you can use, but one of those tags has always been taken up with what language you speak. So it, it really was only four. Right. So, for example, my music stream right now, its first tag is English and then it's instrumental radio, electronic music and down tempo. Uh, the amount of tag. So basically what's going to happen now is tag limits are going to be uh, upped to 10 tags uh, doubled. English will not count. So technically they will be, you know, so English will not take up one of those spots and uh, each tag can be up to 25 characters long. So. I think that this is really, really huge. Uh, I've been requesting certain tags for a while. Like I told you guys, I've been requesting lo-fi. I've been requesting chill hop. I've been requesting, I've been requesting DMCA free or no copyright strike or whatever, right? Or ad free even. Um, I've been requesting those for a very long time and um, obviously nothing came of it. So I think that this is great for Twitch. Um, they said that the freeform tags too will be integrated within search as well which I think is I think is great, which will probably help the search algorithm for for new users. You know, um, a, a lot of my viewership comes from people searching uh, radio, for example, about 80 percent of my viewership. So I think it, it's great that this will just improve the search algorithm uh, immensely, yeah. probably for Twitch. Uh, what do you think about this? I think it's really, really interesting because, mm. like, you know, this is one of those things where, um, yeah, it's a, it's a feature that's been asked for for a long time. And I don't know if it will help search all that much because of, you know, Twitch, Twitch's search being like, eh, I don't yeah. think there's a ton of people that actually use the search much, but like, it may help if, you know, you have a circle of friends who stream kind of like the same thing and mm -hmm. use the same sort of tags. It may help. It may help there. Mm -hmm. um, like community, and, basically community tags. 
community basically yeah mm-hmm. um and i don't know if this is smart enough to like kind of search for similar words um where if you like type in a word and yeah like, you know you put in like cozy or something like that and it'll automatically search for things like um warm inviting synonyms i get for you that word yeah um, so probably I not i want to say this is more of like a twitter hashtag yeah, where it will only be. look up just the word cozy or something, maybe in the title of the stream, maybe as the hashtag right of the stream. But yeah, right. yeah, I, I think maybe that might be the next step. I think that'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to find something that's similar to like the search word that you're using, because mm-hmm. then, you know, they can get some more information, and you know, build build a better algorithm, that kind of thing. Right. So it could be it could be a way a way to do that. Yeah. So, interesting. For- yeah, for sure. I, I'm excited to see this. And um, it's been a long time coming. Um, you know, obviously, you know, um, they're like I said, it's going to be very hard to do racist words or stupid stuff. Obviously, it's going to be trolled as well. But, you know, whatever. Um, I think it's I think it's a great improvement. Hopefully this comes out soon. I, I'm really excited to see what my analytics will look like after this for sure. You know? Yeah, hopefully, you know, it uh, takes off. I mean, we'll see what happens. Twitch is yeah. uh, known for like removing useful features every now and then. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. So um, the next up, uh, we have two more things just to go through very, very quickly. Uh, the next one is um, I, this is pretty small, but I got some updates on it and I think it's really interesting. But uh, Twitch, uh, uh, Twitch in the back end has added charity donations in your activity uh, as an activity to your activity feed. So uh, if you're a content creator, this is where it shows when you get a follow or when you get a subscription. Um, and it looks like they added a feature for charity donations. Um Twitch has essentially uh, an, uh, Twitch has essentially um, updated this a little bit and has essentially said that um, they're basically just going to provide um, the charity stuff or, or provide the means for the charity. They will not be taking a cut for any of it. So um, it, you can do- basically you'll be able to directly donate through um, through Twitch or whatever. I'm assuming it's going to be a button maybe to the right of the subscription button or something like that. And you'll be able to subscribe or, you know, donate to a charity and the charity donations, hundred percent of them will go to that charity. Um, there will be no processing fee or cutting fee for your, uh, for your donation, which I think is great. And, um, we did this for Ukraine uh, a while back on my channel. Uh, we raised about like $2,000 or so, $2,000, $3,000 at the time. Um, and I think that this would be great. Uh, I probably will be, uh, when this gets released, um, and if I get into the beta, um, this will be something that I probably permanently have on my stream. Maybe we rotate out the charity, like who it's donating to, maybe, you know, every month or something like that, you know, to yeah. different various charities every month. Um, and, and it would just be a way, cause you know, my, my stream, my 24 seven stream, I do not have a donation button. I think there's just, there's just too many issues with chargeback, too many issues with taxes at the end of the year. And you don't get that many donations anyway anymore. So this would be just be a great way for me to, um, you know, provide that or something uh, or have mm-hmm. charity drives. Uh, and in general, um, for content creators in the future to when they do do charity streams to not have to link a offsite thing, they can literally just say, hey, there's a charity button right below to the right of the subscription button. Uh, that would be great. You know, um, that that would be really cool. I, I would also like future functionality with this um i you know um maybe if you could donate your twitch prime or donate or something like that and instead of you know getting the like instead of giving the emotes or something you could donate that five bucks that would be pretty cool as well or 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 any another number of ways of doing that but uh it's very interesting very cool uh i don't know uh i don't know uh there's anything you would like to add to this one 
Uh, no, I think that this is just like a pretty cool idea. I mean, it's kind of surprising that it's taken this long mm-hmm. to, to do something like this. I mean, Twitch just uh, coming out with the W's recently. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know why they decided to do all this stuff, but I'm not complaining. Some good yeah. news for once. Yeah, totally. I mean, like, it's uh, it's nice, you know, just to be able to have this because, uh, you know, it's yeah, it's just more more of an elegant solution than just like, you know, typing uh, mm-hmm. exclamation point charity in the chat or something like that. And then, yeah, the bot giving you a link to go to. It's just like and then you having to set up an account with the bot and all this stuff or whatever. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. It's nice to have. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, this is also something that is probably taken from YouTube as well. Uh, YouTube's is a bit more sophisticated as well. So hopefully we see improvements with this. If you don't know on YouTube, you can actually set up a fundraiser for a YouTube video and um, all the ad revenue for that video, as well as like a pretty substantial side box where the live chat usually is for YouTube live stream will show a way to donate directly. And then you can donate directly from YouTube itself without actually clicking out. So I don't know if you guys have seen that before. Have you seen that pixel before? Um, but it's, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty cool. I know, I know, uh, like with Mr. you know, Mr. Beast did that like ocean cleanup thing. I don't know if you heard about that. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, and if you, I, I don't know if it's on the video anymore. Cause me, cause the charity, like, and like the, the charity and no, it's still there. Awesome. Yeah. If you go to the Mr. Beast, uh, video, it's called, I cleaned the world's dirtiest beaches. Um, if you go there, um, basically there is a donate, a giant donate button right next to, um, right next to the video or whatever and it shows you it tells you why they're doing this it also says how um youtube covers all the transaction fees and even all the ad revenue for that video will go to this donation too as well um so that's pretty that's pretty cool as well um so you know it raised 32 million dollars and you know it's gonna it's forever there um as a youtube video so i think that's very awesome you know obviously twitch um you know is doing right with this doing good and i think this is like another way that they're trying to you know competition is good right um right. so 10 out of 10 anyway For sure. last article we got is uh, i called this one co-star but it's actually called guest star but uh twitch is launching a collaborative video tool called guest star this is very very interesting and uh this has actually been confirmed by multiple sources on the verge and washington post and this is something where um, if something is confirmed like this, as in what I mean by confirmed is that the Washington Post and um, The Verge actually got sent these PR statements by Twitch mm-hmm. that this feature mm-hmm. is coming soon. So what that means is that Twitch is really hoping that this will work out and is really is really pushing this for whatever reason. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, uh, Guest uh, Star will apparently come out sometime this summer. It hasn't launched yet, from my understanding, and it will start with a handful of uh, streamers. Uh, we'll get to test it, and then it will uh, formally launch in the fall. But it will allow streamers to seemingly pull guests out of their audience, which I thought was interesting, and give them a full voice and video treatment on their broadcasts. Streamers will be able to plug this feature into the programs they already use, like uh, OBS, and the windows it creates can be integrated with custom stream overlays and branding. So basically, this feature is something that's already being uh, used in um, essentially Instagram. So if you don't know, if you've ever watched an Instagram live stream, um, they are able to do something called co-hosting, where you can co-host with somebody else, where they can pull a 
random viewer onto their Instagram live feed and we'll split the screen in two and there'll be two people there. Um, or they, you know, and then the broadcaster can make it so only verified people can uh, join the co-host or uh, anyone can join the co-host or anyone can request uh, request a co-host too. So uh, it seems like a pretty interesting feature. Apparently it's going to be able to work on mobile as well as on desktop, um, which is interesting as well, um, uh, which makes sense or whatever. It's literally just it's it's just going to be produced or be available in the just chatting just chatting category so i don't know how this will work out exactly but i guess like if you're in just chatting um yeah you'll be able you'll be able to notice you know what i mean yeah that sounds kind of interesting um and also interesting that they would send in a pr statement for this i don't i don't remember the last time that they did something like this so it sounds like this is something they that they want to push uh, to create like a sort of like talk show or like some sort of maybe even like a game show uh, type of uh, system. Um, seems kind of interesting. Uh, it, it sounds like everybody involved ha has to be streaming at the same time and then they kind of like bundle them in. At least that's kind of well, how I read it. Yeah, it's weird because it says that it will allow like other streamers, but as well as guests to join the broadcast. So I guess the but then if the guests are on mobile, is it just going to, you know, allow them to tr is it just going to be through the Twitch mobile app where it just turns on their front facing camera and their microphone? It's possible. Like, I don't know how it works exactly. I'm kind yeah. of curious to see like how quickly this actually like works, because that would be kind of interesting if you can just be like, hold up your Twitch app, you know, and, yeah. and then it just like you're automatically streaming. Yeah, because like, yeah, whatever channel. Yeah, because this isn't squad streaming, right? This is different from squad streaming, which was basically multi-twitch or whatever. It says, um, you know, will allow streamers to pull guests out of their audience and give them full voice and video treatment on their broadcast. Right. So it's it's very, yeah, it, I, I don't know. It, it's weird, but I could see this being used for, I don't know, um, pol political type of debates, which will get kind of dicey. Um, I could see this being used as possibly a podcast thing as well. If we were to ever live stream on my channel again or whatever, um, you know, you could just, you know, be pulled up onto my channel or something like that. You know what I mean? And it says that you'll be able to use overlays and stuff, which I think is kind of interesting. Um, I could see this being used as more of an uh, intimate Q&A thing. But once again, it's like, uh, you know, the one thing that the issue is, is that 99% of issues that happen on Twitch is not from the gaming sector. It's from music, just chatting. <laughs> IRL and all these type of moderation things. So it, it will be interesting to see. And, uh, you know, I'll say this this much. I trust Twitch a lot now when it comes to their moderation that hopefully there are moderation settings in place for this. So, so for example, um, the broadcaster can only pull someone in who is a six month sub or higher. Right. Or the the you know, the streamer can only pull in someone who's a VIP or higher, maybe or, you know, something like that, where it's not going to be where, you know, where hopefully those safeguards are in place, because I could see someone like accidentally just like trying to click a name and be like, oh, shoot, I didn't mean to invite this person. It's just some random first time viewer, no sub badge like type of thing. You know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. But absolutely. it but it definitely is interesting. And I, I, I do think that probably they are trying to really push um just chatting and community uh it, like interactivity with with your audience because that's definitely what this looks like it's going to be 
Absolutely. I think it's uh, it's gonna be kind of interesting. I think uh, we'll to see what comes of it because I can definitely see like those uh, special event type shows being uh, a great place for this to you know you know uh, spread its wings and you know and uh, have audience interaction. I think this is gonna be pretty cool. Pretty cool. To yeah. See. For sure. I mean, I guess from these screenshots, too, we can assume that the first content creators are going to be Quarter Jade, uh, Technic, Grand Pooh Bear. What an awful name. And I don't know this last person's name. They cut her off. So that's kind of messed up. But um, but yeah, uh, I, you know, it will be interesting um, to see the support for this going forward. Uh, You know, like I said, Twitch actually sent this as a PR statement to a bunch of people. So, you know, for, for in my opinion, that means that they're really invested in this, right. um, that they really want to see this. Uh, they want they really want to see this being pushed out and stuff like that. And this isn't just some like little like kind of like set it and forget it type of thing. Like a lot of these um, other features that they have, I, I would assume that it would almost, uh, you know, I assume also like once this feature gets launched, like they're going to have like, you know, I don't know, uh, some type of like almost like hashtag ad with this feature. <laughs> where a bunch of broadcasters are going to use it for like a week or something like that, just to advertise it on Twitch. But I think it's great. I think it's the way that uh, I, I, I just think it's another layer on Twitch. That's uh, really, really good. I know YouTube is going to be doing this as well, which is interesting, but I believe YouTube's will not allow you to pull in a guest. It has to be another YouTube live streamer and it will only capture their face cam. It will not capture like their whole game. So it seems to be more for like um, maybe for news or for podcasting on YouTube where you can just pull people in or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, I think that could be, could, be, could be really interesting if you have like uh, collaborators and just people that you work with every now and then. I think it'd be, it would be great for that, too. Just like, you know, mm-hmm. I need someone's opinion. Just pull them in instead of having to go through Discord and, you know, set that up and yeah. make sure that like that is being captured and all that right. stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it also creates content or something. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um but yeah. Anyway, this is probably one of our longest podcasts. We were gone for 2 weeks, so we had a lot to talk about, but we're running we're we're running at an hour and 30 right now. So we should probably call it here before uh you know, unless there's anything else you would like to say, Pixel. Anything <laughs> I'm at all. I'm yeah. Deep, I need to I actually need to um go to the gym in 30 minutes so i need to edit and upload this and go to the gym for my second thing it's a shoulders day so i need to go take a protein shake and go do shoulders but um but yeah i think that's gonna end it for us here today uh thank you guys so much for hanging out thank you guys so much for chilling um yeah and like i said if you made it all the way to the end uh Congrats. You listened to Twitch news for the end. I hope you guys did enjoy the podcast, though, and uh, hanging out once again. Rate us five stars on uh, wherever you're listening to this. Download the podcast as well. It helps us out. And uh, go check out our social media links and go check out the the new album as well and go pre-save it. But, yeah, hopefully we'll be back next week. And, uh, yeah, and uh, thanks for letting us have a summer vacation, I guess. But, yeah, we'll catch you guys later. (laughs) Take care. Later, guys.